We are all familiar with Buddhist monks dressed in simple robes, head shaved, with that half smile of the enlightened on their faces. However, you may be less familiar with the toilet cleaning monks of Japan. Yes, you heard me right. There is a certain sect of Buddhism whose primary practice is to clean toilets. My husband Peter lent me an article in Tricycle Magazine, which is a Buddhist review, that featured the commune, which is near Kyoto Japan, in Japan, where toilet cleaning is considered the path to self-knowledge. Now, as you can imagine, with toilets being a modern convenience, this is a relatively new aspect of the more ancient Buddhist tradition. The founder, Tenko Nishida, lived from 1872 to 1968. In the late 1880s, Tenko became disenchanted with capitalism. He refused to compete with others in order to secure his own livelihood. Tenko engaged in three days of meditation and found enlightenment. His spiritual awakening cast off the assumption that we work in order to live. Instead, Tenko held that life is freely given to all beings by what he called the light, what others may call God or the spirit of life. Life itself does not need to be worked for. Instead, work is a way of offering thanks for life itself. Like the Buddha, Tenko renounced his family, he renounced any status, all worldly possessions, and as well as practicing meditation, he served others by chopping wood, cleaning households, and scrubbing privies. He lived on the bare necessities and he soon attracted followers. And the donation of a piece of land allowed Tenko to establish a community called Aitoen, or One Light. Now, at its height in the 1950s and 60s, the community had hundreds of followers. Today, I'm told that there are only 300, which is about the size of this congregation. However, I want to share with you how their spiritual teachings and practice extends far beyond their immediate circle. Itoen offers training sessions for business people and factory workers. Now, this is not the typical conference that you might go to with PowerPoint presentations. Instead, the four days of training involves early morning meditation and then going door to door, begging to clean toilets. The article showed a photograph of workers from Mr. Donut lining up along the sidewalk with their buckets and brushes. 4,000 Mr. Donut workers attend this training annually, and they're not learning how to clean. They're learning how to promote humility and facilitate group dynamics. Now, as the author of the article points out, I want you to imagine if Americans went through the same training. It's difficult to imagine employees of Dunkin' Donuts or, say, Genzyme jogging door to door, heads bent, knocking on doors, offering to clean toilets. It's even harder for me to imagine someone knocking on my door, asking for the blessing to please clean my bathroom. 
On the wisdom tour of Kyoto that I took years ago, we did not visit Aitoan. However, I did witness a reverence and a care for the physical environment that has stayed with me. I'll never forget visiting one Buddhist temple where a group of lay people were sweeping the grounds. Now they each had kerchiefs around their neck, identifying that they were all from the same community. And no one spoke, but almost every square inch, there was someone with a bamboo broom working di diligently, head bent, sweeping, calmly ridding the grounds of what seemed to me to be clean gravel of any litter, cigarette butts, and leaves. The first tenet of Zen Buddhism states, the realities of life are most truly seen in everyday things and actions. Can spiritual awakening truly be found in mundane tasks like cleaning toilets, raking the yard, and washing dishes? As Unitarian Universalists, we believe that life is a continual journey of growth and discovery. We build our own theology or beliefs about life through engagement with the world around us. Our spiritual path might inspire us to read scripture, to pray, to meditate, to take a pilgrimage, to study. And each one of those spiritual paths may bring great insight. However, as Zen Buddhist Principle 11 states, one can only live in the present moment. On our spiritual journeys, we may encounter moments of transcendence, but we also have to pick up our socks and take out the trash. We do not need to sit in a Buddha hall or travel to Japan to find these spiritual practices because they are a fundamental part of living. Buddha means the awakened one. When Gautama rose from his meditation under the Bodhi tree, he woke up from the dream of being a separate ego in a material universe. Instead of clinging to material attachments, illusions of grandeur and separateness, he taught the release of suffering through mindfulness in the present moment. When we can see ourselves as connected to all of life, then the tasks that are usually viewed as unpleasant are transformed into an opportunity to be fully awake to the miracle of life itself. What if, instead of thinking of the routine parts of our day as a chore, boring jobs that we have to do before we can go on to something more rewarding, we recognize the sacredness of the ordinary. Cleaning the toilet is not dirty, but an opportunity to cleanse our environment and ourselves. Raking the leaves is not drudgery, but an opportunity to be in touch with nature and the ground of enlightenment. The most simple spiritual lessons are often the most difficult to remember. Oftentimes, when I'm doing dishes or I'm mopping the floor, I'm not fully present. My mind is frequently rushing to what I have to do next or thinking back to some previous activity. And when I'm distracted from the task at hand, my work is often sloppy. As the saying goes, haste makes waste. 
And I can certainly attest to that as my kitchen was covered in batter while I rushed to make waffles this week. And it took me a little while to even notice what was happening until the batter oozed out of the side of the waffle iron onto the counter and slowly down the cabinet and onto the kitchen floor. I was in the midst of some other task when I finally noticed, and my first reaction was to blame the waffle iron. <laughs> then, knowing the topic of today's service, I chuckled because I obviously failed the zen of waffles. <laughs> in rushing, I must have poured too much batter into that waffle iron, which was why it was now oozing like slow-moving lava down the side of the cabinet. And I took a deep breath, trying to practice what I preach, and cleaned up my mess. And I slowed down, bringing my full attention to making that next waffle. And when I performed that same task with mindfulness, that waffle was perfect. Instead of being something that I needed to get through, I enjoyed the process of cooking, and I appreciated the good results. I wish I could have almost brought it here to show you. It's so good. So I invite you in the week ahead to practice mindfulness. It does take practice. When you're eating, take the time for a sustained, mindful, attentive tasting. Notice the textures and the flavors of your food. Pay attention to the source of your nourishment and our intimate connection to the earth. Open your awareness to those who are hungry and let it awaken your gratitude and compassion. When you're walking outdoors, take time for a sustained, mindful, attentive step. We're often in such a rush to move from place to place that our minds race ahead of our bodies. Enjoy walking, not just as a means to arrive, but just for walking. Take your steps in full awareness and invite balance and harmony as you tread lightly on the earth. Much of our unhappiness or tension comes from not being fully present. The most tedious activities are transformed when we become aware of each action. One can only live in the present moment, so don't miss it. I already heard someone say that summer was passing by. Summer ju has just begun, so savor every moment. May the insights of Buddhism help each one of us to see the realities of life and everyday things and actions. To do so takes practice and attention. Perhaps when we have more fully awakened to this truth, we can surprise our neighbors by going door to door and begging to clean toilets. Maybe we better just start at home. For in the words of Thich Nhat Hanh, any ground we sweep in full awareness is the ground of enlightenment. <laughs>